Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. It is time now to take a look at headlines coming out of China. Of course, over the weekend, there were quite a number of angry netizens sending China's census into overdrive because of a week-long speculation last week that officials would announce the relaxation of COVID-19 measures. That has been proven to be unfounded. We're going to tackle this headline and a few more with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good morning, Dr. O. A very good morning to all of you. So rumours, rumours, and finally confirmed it was rumours. And it was all about how uh, the rumours surrounding the potential lifting or relaxing of COVID-19 measures. Of course, that's not happening. They're sticking to their guns. Still COVID-0. Dr. O, could there potentially, though, you know, in the future be some kind of a modification? Say, maybe shorter quarantine time, for example. Well, there have been a lot of speculations over the last, I would even say half a year, right, leading to the so-called 20th Party Congress of the Communist Party of China, that uh, this sort of zero COVID uh, policy would gradually be uh, be relaxed, uh, if not uh, abolished. Mm. And, uh, well, now that the Party Congress is over, so there would, of course, be even more intense uh, expectations now, right? I mean, it's not even speculation, it's expectation now that uh, it should be uh, at least uh, relaxed. But uh, indeed, you, as you said, don't quite see that. Yeah. And even uh, sometimes, uh, you know, in some parts of the country when uh, people are no longer wearing masks and so on, and then suddenly you have an outbreak. For example, uh, a famous recent example would be in uh, the Shanghai uh, Disneyland, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have to uh, shut down and because, essentially yeah. quarantine the whole yeah. Disneyland. So you'd be sleeping next to Mickey and so on. <laughs> so I think that uh, indeed made a lot of people uh, not so happy mm. and uh, they look forward to, uh, you know, shall we say, genuine relaxation right. of these uh, rules here. Maybe not relaxation yet. I mean, I do want to ask your thoughts on how this could potentially affect business sentiment. Perhaps maybe there needs to be a clear path or a clear outline at least. Well, I, I, I think it's like uh, nowadays almost like putting out fires uh, mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah. Because you see, if you sort of quarantine a population for, let's say, more than two years, okay. and then you suddenly open the gates and so on, inevitably, you know, because people's immune system would have uh, gone down a bit, yeah, right? Yeah. And they are not exposed to the virus and then so on. So you see a skyrocketing on the numbers of uh, new infections. Mm. And that, I think, it's uh, unacceptable to the senior leadership of China. All right. So they're going to stick into their guns on this one. Dr. Oh, on another perspective, though, does this raise concern with regard to spreading rumours? And the reason I bring that up is because when this rumour first popped up early last week, markets actually reacted to those rumours and it took a long, well, it took a whole week before, you know, it was confirmed. No, it's still COVID zero. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, because uh, China's uh, economic performance uh, has not been stellar over mm, okay. the last uh, one year and, and so on. So, and, and China is a very integral and important part of the worldwide supply chain. So, of course, people are expecting that uh, if there's indeed uh, relaxation, then production uh, could ramp up, mm. and then the economy, not only of China, but of the whole world, 
could then hopefully be uh, be improved. So, but when that kind of expectation did not come true, <laughs> yeah. of course uh, the markets will react very negatively to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Oh, a British minister is set to visit Taiwan this week for trade talks and meet President Tsai Ing-wen, the latest high-level engagement between a Western government and the island which China claims as its own territory. Uh, Dr. Oh, how has China reacted? Are we expecting some kind of reaction? Well, number one, of course, the, spokes, the famous spokesperson of uh, the Ministry of uh, Foreign Affairs of China heavily condemned such a move because it is seen by China as uh, the, the British uh, trying to establish some sort of official mm. uh, ties with Taiwan, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I did a bit of digging on this mm-hmm. particular uh, minister, Greg Hans. It turns out he is a minister of state in the, in the trade ministry of, uh, uh, of uh, United Kingdom. Okay. Ministry of State as you know very well in Singapore, it's not like a full cabinet minister, right? right it right. is like in Malaysia, you would call him like a deputy minister, right? Okay. So, you know, the British, they are also very adroit in handling this. They know they're sending a full cabinet minister to Taiwan. China will be really up in arms, <laughs> right? So, so they it. send instead what they call a junior minister <laughs> okay. to, to Taiwan to try to uh, straddle between, uh, you know, not provoking China okay. too much on the one hand, and the other two still have some sort of connection with Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, balancing act there. China's yeah. going to be very busy. The ASEAN Summit and East Asia Summit set to take place later this week. China Premier Li Keqiang will participate in a meeting between China and members of ASEAN, as well as between China, Japan, South Korea, and ASEAN countries. And then he's going to attend the 17th East Asian Summit. That one Cambodia is also hosting. What can we expect from these meetings where China is concerned? Well, number one is, of course, uh, the first time that uh, Li is uh, meeting uh, all these, uh, you know, colleagues uh, in person, right, after yeah. two years of colleague, uh, COVID isolation. Mm. Well, uh, so number one, renewing ties. Number two, of course, um, I think most of these ASEAN countries are expecting some sort of, uh, I wouldn't say rescue package, but some sort of uh, enhanced uh, uh, shall we say, trade and investment package uh, from China, such as, for example, China announcing, oh, we are going to invest uh, another 20 billion in the whole of ASEAN and, and so on. Because uh, I think, frankly speaking, a lot of our economy uh, is not doing well in, in this part of the world. So we expect another injection especially from uh, you know from an economic powerhouse such as China even though China itself uh, as we said just now it's also not performing at its uh, top speed nowadays yeah Mm, it should be quite interesting and I'm pretty sure the issue of Myanmar will also top the agenda at the ASEAN summit but that's a whole other gigantic conversation indeed yeah well, the, Myanmar, of course, uh, has become the yet another uh, hot button yeah. issue in yeah. uh, ASEAN because of this, uh, you know, this military coup and continued military. Yeah. yeah. All right. And on the line with Dr. O. A. Sun, senior fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs, of course, helping me to run through some of the headlines coming out of China. Dr. O, I appreciate your time this morning. Do take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.